Welcome back everybody, this is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Today we've got another gun gripe episode for you. And guys, we are diving down the rabbit hole yet again, even more. Uh, we're going to be talking about H.R. 5103, which is the Gun Violence Prevention and Safe Communities Act of 2018. This bill was introduced, let's just say introduced, sponsored by Danny Davis out of Illinois. Surprise, surprise. And guess what? One of the, one of the co-sponsors is from Georgia. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about this and how scary this is. The fact that they even want something like this is pretty scary. So we are going to dive into that. But I do want to mention quickly before we get started, guys, we're under attack left and right by everybody out there right now. And look, if you love this channel and you love this content and you want to see more of it, please consider supporting us here uh, on Patreon. You can donate a few bucks a month to help keep the channel going. You can also purchase shirts over on Force from Freedom if you wish. Or Patriot Patch. Or Patriot Patch, wherever. And cool patches. Uh, and then you can also purchase man cans to help support the channel. Guys, I hate to keep beating on it, but if we don't mention it and we don't get support from folks, there's a strong possibility that we could be no more in the future. We, we, we're literally at that point where we're under attack so much now that if it, the situation doesn't improve for us, it's going to affect our ability to put out content on a regular basis. So if you'd love the channel, consider supporting the channel, guys. That would graciously uh, be, we would appreciate that graciously. Now, let's get on to, uh, on to this. So I do have a summary uh, of the bill, and I'm just going to kind of read some parts of it here. Mm -hmm. Literally, verbatim, right off the website. This bill amends the Internal Revenue Code with respect to the excise tax on the sale of firearms by manufacturers, producers, and importers mm -hmm. to, one, increase the rate of such tax to 20% on pistols, revolvers, and other firearms or any lower frame or receiver for a firearm, and two, impose a 50% tax on shells and cartridges. I'm assuming they mean ammunition. Ammo. But yes, ammo. Basically, a tax on all guns. Oh, all but, but this bill exempts any department, agency, or instrumentality of the United States from such a tax. So, oh, so, is so that? all you little peons, if y'all want to own a gun, you're going to pay us our 20% kiss the ring fee. If you want to buy ammo, you're going to pay us our 50% kiss the ring fee. Mm -hmm. But, oh, if you're, if you're in, the, in, the in the government, though, you ain't got to do that. All right. Hmm. The bill allocates revenues from the increased excise tax under the bill for law enforcement and public safety grant programs, including programs for research on gun violence and its prevention, which, of course, is a crock of bullcrap because those studies have already been done a million times. Uh, they and they're just going to be lining the politicians' <laughs> they pockets. They did all those studies back uh, when the first assault weapons ban ended, and they found no conclusive evidence. The bill, number one, increases the occupational tax on importers, manufacturers, and dealers in firearms, and the transfer mm -hmm. tax on firearms, and two, modifies the definition of firearm for excise tax purposes to include a semi-automatic pistol chamber for cartridges and configured with receivers normally associated with rifles and capable of attaching or accepting detachable magazines. Basically AR pistols. Basically what they're, they're referring to is AR pistols. Right. So the other part of this that's scary too, and I don't know if, if this was part of this bill or one of the other bills that we discussed, but there was one area of one of these bills where they were going to try to raise the fee to process a, uh, an NFA item from $200 to $500. That's this one. I got some details yeah, on it. Yeah, so there's more details. It Trust gets me. worse. So this is just a summary. This is not all of how bad it's going to be, and Chad's going to mention some of I'm, these things. Dude, I'm, I'm an NFA nut, and I, Guys, you know, 
Obviously, please, you have to contact your reps and express your disgust for this bill. We cannot allow this kind of stuff to go any further. And guys, I hate that we have to keep making these types of videos. <laughs> Believe Every me, day. there's many of other things we'd rather be doing, but it's very important that we fight things like this. Guys, H.R. 5103 is not the only one. There are scores of other bills being introduced in various states that they are literally trying to fight us tooth and nail and to take our rights away at every turn. We have to fight it tooth and nail, guys. We cannot sit around and just assume that it's going to go away because it's not. So, uh, Chad, you have so, some more details? Go so, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm an NFA nut, as a lot of people are, you know, and this thing came across my Instagram feed, you know, on several different pages, and I'm like, what is this crap? And you see the title of it, and it's just, oh, that, that makes my feels feel good. The Gun Violence Prevention and Safe Communities Act. Yeah, who would vote wow. against that? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's look at it from let's look at it from a details perspective. Okay. So when it talks about the in, increased taxes on importers, manufacturers, and dealers, they're basically striking out parts of the Internal Revenue Code, and they're increasing the tax double or more. So five hundred dollar tax is going to a thousand. If you, I think it's if you make like if you do five hundred thousand dollars in gro in gross sales each year. The tax is already a thousand dollars. It goes to two thousand dollars, and that's basically the special occupational tax. That's more more or less what a dealer that you shop at that has NFA items. That's what they have to pay. Each They're making year. it harder for yeah. someone to deal in firearms that's, that's by what, making the the cost higher. Yeah, that's what they have to pay each year to maintain that license to be able to sell those items to you. And here's the thing, mom you know? and pop guys. Sometimes it's hard for mom and pop to make those those payments on those well, those tax fees. Well, yeah, because so like, you already the, the have FFL, FFL fees and everything exactly. else associated with that too. You know, so you know? so what they're basically trying to do is make it more difficult and more, more harder, basically, oh. no, for well, an individual. You know, especially mom and pop or small gunsmith or small anybody who wants to deal in these types of things. They want to make it basically harder. The cost of entry much higher. So that your average person oh, can afford oh, to do not it. Oh, not just entry, but maintaining your license as well. But Correct. the thing that really irritates me about this, just overall, is, okay, hey, something bad happened, so we're going to punish all of you who deal in firearms because guns are bad. Right. We need to, we need to do something about them bad guns out there. If you deal in guns, we're going to punish you by making you pay more tax. And look, I don't remember you know, who it was, Chad, but there, were, there was somebody... I don't, you know, I can't recall. It was one of these politicians somewhere had oh, mentioned. Oh, one of them? Well, I was reading somewhere on social media. I wish I would have printed it out when I saw it. But this lady was saying something about, oh, it's okay. I think this bill's a good idea because only the rich people should have guns anyway. What? That was what she said. No, yeah. you're going to have to find that. I'm going to have to find it because I recall seeing something like, oh, I'm totally okay with this because I think only rich people should have guns anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Oh, well, that's how you really feel. The truth really comes out then. That's right. And, and see, the thing is, it's not about them. See, they're exempt from it. So it's not about them not having guns. They just don't want you to have guns. Are they guns. considered an instrumentality? They're, they're pro-gun. They're pro-gun. They're just pro-them having guns and not you. Now, wait a minute. So this, this thing is talking about a department, agency, or instrumentality of the United States from such attacks. But see, the thing is, what about local law enforcement? I mean... The, they're not an instrumentality of the United States. I mean, that's a local yeah. police department. Okay, so what, so, are they subject to tax so, like that so too? So what, what if I spend three grand to go put myself through mandate and, and, I, and I maintain just enough hours as a reserve deputy to keep my, my law enforcement uh, certification, status, yeah. certification up, so that now means that screw your, your tax bull crap? Yep. I mean, guys, come on. I, right. I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that I would go into law enforcement, but I'm saying Still. this is so stupid. All right, so... so Do they really think that anybody would support this? Yep. All right. 
Well, because it's the Gun Violence Prevention Act, Eric. And, gun, and safe communities. Of course Who would, would vote against that? Oh, oh yeah, let's just vote for that because it sounds real good. I don't need to read that. I just love the title. All right, so for you NFA guys out there, all right, so from 1934 onwards, all right, the tax has always been $200. In 1934, when the uh, National Firearms Act was implemented, a $200 tax on a muzzle device, you know, like the Maxim Silencer, that pretty much put it out of the hands of 99.9999% of everybody in the United States, except for the super wealthy. Because, I mean, $200, you're talking a lot of money. They just want to try to achieve that again. Yeah. <laughs> now, if that were to have increased with inflation, it was not included in the law for that fee to ever increase with inflation. So the tax has remained $200 on suppressors, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, and $5 on AOWs. Now, what would the tax right, be now, with, with things? Uh, uh, over $4,000. That would be the, the tax today. <laughs> if you were to buy a suppressor and that law had been allowed to increase with inflation, you would be paying for a $500 piece buy, of metal. You buy a $400 22 can and you pay $4,000 tax. You pay over $4,000 in tax. If now, that wait a minute. Did, didn't we go to war over tea? All right, well, but we're not going to go All right, there. so they're wanting to increase the tax, all right, the, the twofold, the standard tax from $200 to $500 per item. Okay, so that's number one. And then the AOW tax from $5 to $100. So your Subaru shorties and stuff like that that you buy as a whole complete firearm, you know, any other weapon, it's normally a $5 transfer now. So it would be $100. And the caveat is that they would allow that fee to increase with inflation moving forward to further right. disenfranchise people. Now, the thing that these, the thing, I, I'm going to say it, the thing that these Democrats, because that's who these people are, that sponsored this bill and introduced this crap, even our, our representative from Georgia, okay? Now, the thing that they don't understand is they don't understand how capitalism functions. So we're going to increase the tax on all these firearms manufacturers, firearms importers, and firearms dealers to punish them for the acts of one sole individual. You're forgetting something. Okay. No, no, no. Well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, yes, I'm not. you are. And then... They I, don't care. No, well, okay. Well, that... But, <laughs> so you're doing that, and then you're imposing a higher tax on individuals who like to purchase certain items that are available for purchase under law. You're now basically okay. killing that enterprise. You're that killing underwater. the suppressor industry, and you're going to disenfranchise so many people that you're probably going to put a lot of shops and stuff out of business, and guess what? The tax that you're trying to collect for the aforementioned... Uh, um, you won't get it because nobody uh, yeah, will be buying yeah. anything. <laughs> for, for, these, for these programs that they want to include this tax for, you're not going to get it. So your programs are dead in the water. And what's your real goal? Screwing gun owners. Right. So but the thing you have to remember go ahead, go ahead, is they don't care, I know. Chad. They don't care. That's their goal. That's I'm talking the to a brick. I'm just talking to a brick wall here. I mean, that's... All right, so look. So here's, here's a rundown of what... This increased revenue, yeah, Sorry. from the, the increased revenue from all the the increased tax on all these firearms uh, owners and dealers and importers and guys buying who like beach guns. houses for sheriffs. All right, yeah, yeah, thirty five percent. Yeah, it says right here, buying beach houses for sheriffs. Right here, it says right. I right, saw that guy in yeah. Alabama that was buying beach I know, houses. I saw yeah. that crap. All uh, right, so look. All right, so allocation. This is what the funds are going to. All right. 35% of such amounts shall be available for community-oriented policy servicing or policing servicing grants. 
uh, policing services grants for the hiring and rehiring of additional career law enforcement officers under section blah blah blah. Uh, states using funds for school resource officers shall include training, protections, and monitoring to ensure that school resource officers are used to improve school safety and climate and promote positive reform in student suspensions, expulsions, and referrals to the juvenile or criminal justice system. So basically 35% is going to hire and train and get more school resource officers out there. Okay, well, cool. Wait, whatever. All right. 35% of such amounts shall be available for the Project Safe Neighborhoods as authorized by the Consolidated Appropriations Act, whatever the crap that is. 10% of such amounts shall be it available can't be for good. the... Oh, yeah. So 10% is going to the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, for injury prevention and control for purposes of research on gun violence and prevention. Guess what? That's already been done. Those That's studies already have been, been done. Those studies have been made a long time ago. And guess what? The, the results could be considered within the margin of error for many of the statistics that they looked at. When you have such a small amount of result for, that's considered in the margin of error statistically, guess what? You got nothing. That's not a problem. Nothing. But you keep preaching it. Oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. No, 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 no. 5% uh, will be available for the NICS Act Record Improvement Pro uh, Program authorized under blah oh, Good to know that's real important. Too. Oh, yeah. 5% <laughs> for the community-based violence prevention. You can't buy no beach houses with 5%, Chad. What, what is this right here? The Community-Based Violence Prevention Field Initiated Research and Evaluation Program, CBV. What's the acronym for that? They, well, they, I guess they don't Sub have an acronym. Sabungum. 5% of such amounts shall be available for the Secretary of Education to provide directed grants and technical assistance to schools eligible for or receiving grants under Part A of the uh, yeah, elementary yeah, blah, yeah. blah uh, evidence uh, develop, imp let's see, develop and implement comprehensive evidence-based local and regional strategies uh, such as positive behavior interventions and supports social and emotional learning and restorative justice programs to imp improve school climate, reduce the use of exclusionary school discipline, and decrease the number of youth entering the juvenile and criminal justice systems. Hey, how about we start with good parenting at home? Yeah, you don't Bye. have to have any of that if you're raising your kids right. Give me a break. This They're, is the common thing. Oh, we got to raise taxes because reasons. Oh, wait a minute. We're not getting as much money in we, as we used to. We got to raise taxes even more. Come on. Let's go. Let's yep. kill it. So it... No. Yeah, we, we obviously... Sorry, I'm very heated about this because it's completely egregious and ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. To no, even it, consider that piece it, of trash legislation. It definitely is a piece of garbage legislation, but we wanted to make a video about it because we've been getting multiple emails from you guys about it. Sorry. That's yeah, okay. Oh, God. It's, all, it's all right to be angry. Mm. As, long, as long as you're level-headed and you I'm can not, be logical, it's okay to I'm be mad. I'm not angry. I'm just fired up. I know. But the, the thing is, you know, with H.R. 5103, it's definitely a step way in the wrong direction, and we have to fight it tooth and nail. Um, guys, I can only show so much of this type of oh, no. stuff. I mean, it's, it's just, look, hang it's, on, let me pull up that email it, from it Eric could be, It could be a step in the right direction if it didn't include such a high increase in tax on firearms manufacturers, importers, and people who purchase guns. Right. I mean, the ammo tax and stuff, yeah, okay, let's just kill okay. the industry as a whole. So, so the day that we're making this video today is March 20th, 20th. okay? And I'm just going to pull up the most recent email uh, from GOA, and I'm just going to paraphrase one of the things in here. See, that's an easy um, acronym. Go yeah, GOA. GOA. So, breaking. House leaders about to betray gun owners. And this is literally just came in about 40 minutes ago. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase this. Um, I'm glad you have service down here. Well, oh. I had the email pulled up. 
All right, I'm just going to kind of read off this email, guys. And this comes from Gun Owners of America, from Eric Pratt's desk. Actually, from Tim Macy, but mm -hmm. basically Eric Pratt. All right. A vote to pass fix nicks is a vote to kill carry, uh, conceal carry reciprocity. So they're basically going on about you know, GOA-backed H.R. Um, 1181, which would create due, prospect, uh, due process protections for veterans. Basically, we kind of already talked about this, but how they're rolling the fix nicks into... Uh, are, the, they, are they rolling into the national reciprocity? Well, I, th I think that what they're getting at is they, they were trying to at one point. Remember, when, yeah. they were, when they were trying to get national carry reciprocity pushed through, they were trying to get fixed NICs attached to it, which basically means that they'd be destroying fi uh, the carry bill because nobody's going to get behind it. But we've got a bunch of turncoat Republicans. Let me read the email. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, sorry. All right. So let's see. Um, I'm just going to check out. Right All right. Now. said, but if the fixed NICs take... Your guns first language is slammed through on the, uh, I can't even say that word, uh, omnibus. 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 There is no chance that H.R. 1181 will see the president's desk. Similarly, <sighs> when the House passed Fix Nicks late last year, it coupled it in with a combo bill that also contained concealed carry reciprocity, our highest proactive legislation priority. And the leadership promised at the time that it would never let a Fix Nicks provision without reciprocity. However, if this anti-gun provision is slammed through... Uh, reciprocity will be dead for the year. So basically what they're saying is they're trying to lump reciprocity uh, into a bill that they know that is a poison bill. And we already kind of talked about the poison pill. That's not necessarily new, new news. But basically, the, even they're saying, if you're an NRA member, to contact the NRA and, and to complain about this. Um, let's see. I mean, obviously, it says the NRA has been supportive of Fix Nick's legislation mm -hmm. ever since uh, Senator John uh, Cornyn introduced mm -hmm. it in November. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, but you, all you have to do to see what that bill really entails is look at who his co-sponsors are. Yeah, so it says, please uh, con contact Representative uh, Jody Heiss at the number they give you. We'll put the link in the description box below mm -hmm. and urge the exclusion of Fix Nick's from this. Okay, so... And if gun control is included, then urge a vote against the rule which allows the anti-gun omnibus spending bill to even come up for consideration. So we kind of already talked about that. I, I, that email just kind of happened to come across my phone. I thought we would just briefly mention it again. Guys, mm. this stuff is coming across our desk so quick mm. that we, we literally, it's hard to talk about everything because there's so many things that are going on right now. We have to keep our ears to the ground. Look, if you're an NRA member... Fine, be an NRA member, but hold them accountable. You still got time to vote. You still got time to vote. So make sure you vote for Adam, vote for Adam Crowd. I can say that if I want. I, I would vote for Adam uh, Crowd. A shameless plug for Adam. Shameless plug for Adam. And if you're a part of the GOA, look, you know, GOA's doing a great job. Eric Pratt, Jordan Stein, all those mm -hmm. guys over there, they're doing a great job. Wonderful and job. Uh, they're uh, constantly, you know, make sure you sign up for their email blast. I think you can sign up for the email blast even if you're not a member. Okay. So make sure you sign up for their email blast, and you'll get all the little things that they send out. Basically, political alerts. And guys, it's free. You know, the mm -hmm. political alerts are free. But what what is most important is, regardless of whether or not you're a member of GOA, NRA, any of that, make sure that you are calling your representatives and and definitely uh, mentioning your displeasure. Oh. Another What's that thing. Website? Okay, so here's something else that was brought to my attention. I'm I'm just I'm trying to spitball here, guys. Because there's a lot to go on. I just thought about it. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the website PopVox. PopVox. Um, yeah, but PopVox is a website that allows you to really keep track of a lot of these bills that are coming through. Mm -hmm. 
Also, it can kind of give you like if there's a statement associated with the bill, like say someone has a position statement in a, in in a government, it allows you to view the position statements that are uh, in conjunction with the bill, as well as contact the co-sponsors or any other representative that's co-sponsor that bill has all the contact information. You can also go on there and look up like say I'm in Georgia, I want to know who my reps are. I can go to Popbox, type in Georgia, it pulls up a list of all my reps. And, and it gives you all the contact information, all the phone numbers. Popvox is a great website for keeping track of all of your, uh, you know, of, of what is going on. And also, if you go to the search box at the top of the Popvox uh, website, I'm pretty sure you can download an app as well, but I just use the website. Mm. If you go to the website and just type in gun control or type in guns or type in suppressors, type in carry, reciprocity, whatever, it'll pull up any pending legislation that's going on related to those terms. So it allows you to do a quick search. And it's funny, if you just type in guns, you'll see like all these <laughs> random bills that are just so messed up. And you're thinking, what was, the, what was one we were looking at? I don't at? even remember, man. We were reading them and I'm like, what? What does that even one, mean? One, one of them was like, uh, a ghost gun is a gun oh, act. Yes. The ghost gun is a gun act. Yeah. Like, what does that like even 1104, mean? Like 1104, 1120 or something like that. I mean, Look, guys, you have to keep your ear to the ground, and Popbox <laughs> is a great website for making sure you can kind of see what's going on Look, with what Look, what I thought was neat about this, like, this was literally just brought to our attention. I didn't even hear about this thing until today, but yeah. what I thought was neat was the fact that you can get on there and you can see every statement, you know, about a particular bill or whatever that your representative, whether or not they're a House of Representatives guy or, or a senator, you know, you can see exactly where they stand on it, what was put on record right. during session or that's committee important. hearings or whatever. And it's awesome to be able to do that because I bet that hardly any of us ever watch C-SPAN, especially right. 24 well, hours see, a day. See, if you use Popvox and you go in and you see that, let's just say your local representative, so or, or let's just say that somebody in your state has co-sponsored a bill that <clears throat> you don't agree with, like let's say a piece of gun legislation mm -hmm. such as H.R. 5103. You can go on Popvox, and when you call your reps, not only can you call your reps and, and, and prepare a statement to tell them, you can also go, well, hey, Senator so-and-so or Representative so-and-so, I saw here where you said mm -hmm. on, on this date, blah, 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 blah. Do you mm -hmm. really, is that how you really feel? Because I really, you know, and it allows mm -hmm. you to have a little bit more tools to be armed with mm -hmm. in order to go in there and pose a very logical yep. statement when it comes to talking to I your I think reps. that's awesome. So Popvox is something I would strongly mm -hmm. recommend you guys stay on top of you too. Know, and it's free, guys. It's a free resource. It doesn't cost money. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a great way. You don't have to be in the NRA or the GOA or mm -hmm. any of these advocacy groups in order to uh, be active in your government. Okay, you so know, that's important. You know what kills me the most about this trash right here is that we were this close to deregulating suppressors, and here they are now trying to tax suppressor ownership and the industry into oblivion. That's right. You know, uh, it's just, I, I can't even fathom. I mean, the irony is just, it's just insane. I just can't even process it. I cannot believe that within a year, we were so close to having such a really awesome piece of pro-gun legislation passed, and now it is gone. I know. The way of the dodo. And we, now we you got fought, this crap. We fought so hard for it, guys. All of us. You guys. We did. We fought so hard for it. This is becoming customary. <clears throat> yep. Get out of right here. out of here. Okay, so guys, <sighs> make sure you're fighting 5103. It's a garbage piece of legislation. It's highly unlikely it'll go anywhere, but we have to make sure that we are bringing this to folks' attention at every well, step. And two, you need to educate folks Don't around assume. you. Don't assume. You need to educate people around you who might say, oh, well, that's, that's, that's good because suppressors and stuff are illegal anyways. No, no, they're not. 
Right. Educate people around you. Yep. And a, a quick note on that, guys. We're under attack like more and more every single day. And I mean, I, I know I mention it all the time, <clears> but we, we, we very, very graciously need your support right now. If you love the channel and you, and you want to see us continue living life and, and fighting for you, I mean, we're always going to fight regardless, but if you want to be able to see us continue to put out content, please consider donating a little money on Patreon, buying a t-shirt over on Force from Freedom. Sam's a great guy over there, wonderful man, mm -hmm. one of my favorite human beings, just a good guy, mm -hmm. or maybe purchasing a man can to help support our efforts. Guys, all of those funds go directly back into supporting what we do here. So if you, if you love us, and you want to see us continue to be able to do what we do, please consider supporting us. Uh, we're basically, essentially, uh, funded greatly by our viewers. So we really, really appreciate the support there, guys. Like PBS. We, yeah, like PBS, <laughs> except cooler. All right. Well, anyway, um, that's been our video for the day. We hope uh, that you enjoy your day. Have a great day. Mm -hmm. Guys, don't get uh, too worked up over it. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this together. Don't get worked up like me. Don't get worked up like Chad. But wow. the thing is, we have to continuously fight for our rights. If we don't fight for them, we're going to lose them. Yeah. And we have to stick together on this. I know we all have different points of view. I know some people hate the NRA right now. Some people might not even like the GOA. Look, regardless of that, put your, your egos aside and understand the greater good. Understand the greater purpose that we're trying to achieve here. Put your egos aside. Put your opinions aside. And look at it for what it really is. And I think when, if you look inside yourself and look inside you know, your heart in terms of how you feel about the Second Amendment, you'll see that we're going to get along better together than separate. Mm -hmm. Our founding fathers said that, and I'm going to say it now. So guys, that's how I feel about it. Thanks for watching today's video. We appreciate all of you, and we'll see you soon. See you guys.